0: Welcome to Strategy Simplified. Twice a week, we bring you updates and tips for case interviews, the consulting industry, including salaries, $100,000 plus job opportunities, and tools to help you upskill for life on the job. Today, we're bringing you the stories of how Ish and Sydney, two PhDs, made the transition into consulting, including prep resources they used and top advice for breaking in. In addition, they'll share about the Midwest healthcare case competition that they're spearheading. It's taking place this fall and all advanced degrees are welcome to apply. You'll find more info and the application link in the show notes. Let's get right into the conversation after this quick message from our sponsor. Want to work in strategy consulting for a top firm? LEK Consulting is hiring now across its U.S. offices. L.E.K. works on exciting growth strategy projects for the world's top companies, serving almost every sector and industry vertical. At L.E.K., you'll work on fast-paced engagements in small project teams with some of the brightest minds in the industry. If you're looking for the ideal blend of meaningful work and a tight-knit culture, L.E.K. may be the perfect fit for you. To learn about open roles and to apply, click the link in the show notes or go to lek.com. Ish, Sydney, welcome to Strategy Simplified. We're excited to have you today. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having us.
1: Mm -hmm. Thank you, Judith.
0: Absolutely. Super looking forward to getting to know your journeys uh, into consulting and then hear a little bit about a fun project that you've got going on. And so let's just dive right in and we'd love to get to know you a little bit. And so Sydney, can you kick us off with a just 30, 60 second uh, background on yourself? You know, stops along your journey. That have led to where you are today?
1: Definitely. So, thank you for having us on today. And I'm happy to introduce my background. Uh, so, I'm originally from the West Coast and I'm currently finishing out a PhD in immunology at the University of Michigan. From a very early age, I have always been fascinated by biology, and I've been particularly curious with how diseases arise in the body. And you can say that that kind of curiosity never left me, um, and that inspired me to pursue a bachelor's degree in biology uh, down in San Diego. And um, this is where I was introduced to immunology. And the field of immunology I found was quite interesting, and my interest was particularly piqued. By the fact that most diseases um, have an immune component that's driving, um, you know, sort of the the way in which the disease arises. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And this prompted me to pursue a PhD in immunology where I've been working to understand factors that drive inflammatory disease in the intestine, like ulcerative colitis. Uh, This coming uh, year, so in 2023, I'll be defending and transitioning to life science consulting at LEK. On a more personal note, I am an avid runner and cook, so on the weekends you can find me running along the river in Ann Arbor or trying a new recipe that I found during the week on a food blog, typically.
0: <laughs> Amazing. So West Coast to Michigan, you know, a small difference there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs>
0: th- thanks for, for introducing yourself. And Ish, uh, before you introduce yourself, I just want to say welcome back to Strategy Simplified. Um, a year or two ago we had you on as a live case participant which is one of our popular series here on the podcast. So, you know, you're one of our only repeat guests, so welcome back. Um, But we'd love to hear just a little bit about you as well.
2: Yeah, thanks, Japheth, for having me back. A big fan of the Strategy Simplified podcast, of course. Um, Just to introduce myself for the audience, um, I consider myself a global citizen, and I grew up in a few countries around the world, including the Middle East and South Asia. Uh, I moved to the US about 12 years ago for undergrad. Um, I'm currently a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Michigan, go blue. Uh, I completed my PhD in neuroscience at Michigan earlier this year, uh, where I studied chronic pain, the brain and mechanisms of treatment. Fun fact, during my PhD, I studied the neurobiology of how traditional Eastern medicine, such as acupuncture works. So in the next couple of months, I'll be wrapping up my postdoc position and I'll be starting as a consultant at the Boston Consulting Group in January uh, in the Detroit office. So, and outside of work, uh, I love experimenting with fusion dishes. uh, I love kickboxing and I love traveling around the world.
0: Amazing. Well, you'll have to invite me over for dinner one of these days. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Amazing. All right. Well, we're going to dive into both of your journeys, obviously, both with the background in uh, Michigan as, as a Ph.D., so similar, similarities there. But I know there's a lot of fun differences in your journey. So Ish, we'd love to kick off with you. Um, so you're just finishing up your postdoc. At, at what point there did you decide to transition out of that world, the world of academia, into consulting? Kind of what piqued your interest? What got you started on, on that journey?
2: Yeah, so I had heard of the word consulting before my PhD, but it always seemed like a vague word to me. Uh, So I used to really think, like, what do consultants really do? And can't anybody be a consultant? Like, if I ask you, what should I eat for dinner, don't you become a dinner consultant? So I formally discovered consulting in the first and second years of my PhD, when I decided to join a graduate student-led consulting group at Michigan. Uh, It's called MyLead Consulting. You'll hear about it throughout the podcast today. Um, So throughout MyLead, I got to work on projects with startups and early stage clients to help them figure out business strategy. Um, Eventually, I got to lead teams and uh, interface directly with clients through project management and also board of director positions that I've held at MyLead. And I found this incredibly rewarding. And at times this was even more rewarding than my PhD work. And that's one of the big impetus behind me going into consulting. Um, I also went to some in-person recruitment sessions. Um, This was before the pandemic by uh, by MBB firms, uh, where I interacted with consultants who had PhDs and other advanced degrees. Uh, hearing about how they basically made change in high-impact projects and interacting with C-suite members um, to drive organizational change really made me want to be in their shoes. And uh, I discovered this as an alternative outlet and where I can use my critical thinking skills, analytic skills that I earned during my PhD. And that's why... Uh, I went through the consulting recruitment process last year.
0: Amazing. Thanks for sharing that. And so uh, you discovered, oh, hey, I I might want to go into consulting. You attended a couple couple info sessions. And then, first off, how long was the journey until you were like, I'm seriously considering consulting, like I'm going to go for it? How how long was that journey until, you know, now? And then I'd also love to hear about your, your process of are, are preparing for the case interviews and and all of that. So, can you just maybe maybe tackle the first question there first?
2: Yeah. So, i when I initially joined my lead, uh, uh, that was in two thousand eighteen. So, and then I formally started my prep process last year in twenty twenty one, and got an offer last year as well and I'll be starting in uh, beginning of 2023. So it's been a good four years, me uh, going through, um, trying out consulting, applying, and then now eventually going into it. Of course, I had to wait for my PhD to end before yes. I could go. But, uh, but yeah, just to give a b- brief overview, um, it was January of last year when I seriously investigated the bridge programs for PhDs um, and started prepping several times a week for the interview process. And this includes the case, the fit prep, and crafting a resume and cover letter. Uh, just for the audience who aren't familiar with bridge programs, these are specialized summer immersion um, or overview programs that are designed for advanced degrees who want to break into consulting. And these companies typically offer an expedited or guaranteed interviews following the program. So by the time March of last year rolled around, I submitted applications to um, all three MBBs and one life science consulting firm and was really blessed to secure interviews with all of them. Uh, And then by last June, I got offers from two firms and ultimately decided to accept the offer from BCG. Um, everyone's prep journey is really different, but I personally dedicated about five to 10 hours a week during that four to six month period in both, uh, passive and active prep, mm-hmm. um, passive being taking courses or listening to podcasts like strategy simplified and, um, active being practicing with partners. And I'm happy to go into the exact resources that I used in my prep, if you'd like.
0: Yes. Yes, please. would love that. You know, Can you share a couple of those those resources that were really critical in your prep and in you landing those interviews?
2: Yeah, definitely. So um, I used a combination of online resources, some coaching, and practicing directly with case partners. Um, The resources that were notably most helpful for me were the uh, MC case library, Um, which had a wider variety of cases with solid solutions um, than those I could find from business school casebooks. Um, I also found MC's mental math uh, for consulting course extremely helpful, especially for division. Uh, That was one of my weak points when prepping. Um, And finally, I found MC's fit interview bootcamp course very uh, illuminating, especially in allowing to talk about myself with confidence during interviews and mm-hmm. helping me craft those hero stories. Um, so yeah, I believe these resources were critical in helping me ace the
0: interviews. Amazing. Uh, which part of this, this process, whether it's the case interviews, the fit interviews or something else, was was the most difficult or, or the least natural for you?
2: Yeah, I think um, the in all honesty, the difficult, part was dealing with uncertainty so no matter how much you prepare you never know what kind of cases you'll get or what kind of fit questions you might get asked so just to give an example in one of my interviews I got a simple probability uh, not probability profitability problem um, where the client was dealing with declining profits um, and I proposed that costs can be decreased and or revenue can be increased to mitigate. Uh, declining profits as one would do for a profitability case. Uh, But the partner who was interviewing me told me that the actual solution was to reduce prices and take a hit in the short term so that the competitors could be driven out of the market. Um, And then the client ultimately gets 100% of the market share. Uh, This drives up their volume and they get to mitigate their fixed costs in order to attain higher profits. So this was something that I wasn't prepared for. Uh, and this wasn't a scenario that I encountered before. So, such this kind of an uncertainty was psychologically difficult for me to deal with. But mm-hmm. eventually, I made it through.
0: Yeah, amazing. Do you have any any advice for for dealing with with uncertainty in the process?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, uncertainty is uh, difficult to deal with. Uh, people don't like uncertainty. But I think uh, you got to trust yourself. you got to um, be confident that this is something you can go through. And also be realistic that this is a competitive process, But and there's some things you can control and some things you can't control. So uh, just be completely in grasp of what you can control. Prepare yourself the best for that. Uh, and really, uh, really do the best you can. That would be my advice.
0: I love that Ish, control what you can and don't worry about what you can't. (laughs) Exactly. So Ish, let's say you're sitting down, you're getting coffee with a fellow PhD who's in the early stages of, you know, attempting the transition to consulting. Um, Can you share one or two kind of tips and tricks that were, you know, critical in your journey that to, to give them an edge in this process?
2: Yeah. So uh, as PhDs go ahead and prepare for the interview process, one thing I would say is for them to focus on uh, fit stories quite a bit. So this is something I see PhDs do this mistake all the time, that they're hyper focused on preparing for cases and don't really touch on crafting good fit stories Uh, until the last moment. And PhDs are generally not good storytellers when it comes to talking about oneself. Uh, We're really good at crafting a narrative about our research or science, but not really good at highlighting personal achievements uh, or challenging situations or hero stories. So, uh, and I believe that the fit interview uh, sets the impression by the interviewer because it comes first in an interview. So my, Piece of advice would be to get starting started on the fit uh, interview early on and don't leave it until the last minute.
0: Amazing, amazing! Thanks, Ish. And so uh, you're starting at BCG very soon. Congrats on the offer there. Congrats on the job um, at BCG. What are you What are you looking forward to? Can you tell me one or two things?
2: Yeah, definitely. So I'm very excited to be working in a dynamic environment like BCG with motivated colleagues. Um, I plan to specialize in healthcare, um, so I'm looking forward to work on business strategy in that field and drive change for clients. Um, I'll be working in the Detroit office, which has recently opened a beautiful, brand new 30,000 square foot office um, in the heart of downtown Detroit. Um, And I'm very excited to be joining my colleagues in this space. Um, PhDs will be starting off uh, with what's called the Business Essentials Training Program, where all advanced degrees go through uh, a training of core business knowledge. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, So, yeah, BCG really cares about uh, its employees. And I'm learning that through through all the interactions that I'm having with the company. And I'm really looking
0: forward to uh,
2: all those opportunities.
0: Amazing! That sounds incredible. I, I'm a little bit jealous of, of that Detroit office. It sounds like a, <laughs> an amazing yes. office there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. And I, I know your story is gonna gonna give you know give hope to to folks in your shoes who are you know considering this this move to consulting. And just let me quickly speak to to those folks that are listening. You know, we just heard from Bain Partner Keith Bevins that they're hiring more. You know, advanced degree candidates than ever before, and that's what we're hearing across the board. And so, we definitely encourage uh, this this path for those advanced degrees, whether you're a, a JD an MD, a PhD, etc. There are opportunities out there. And so, I'd like to to transition to you, Sydney. Um, as as you finish up your schooling, can you also share what what was the catalyst for for this transition out of out of academia into consulting. What got you interested?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm happy to elaborate on that. So approximately halfway through my training, I kind of came to the realization that the work that I wanted to do um, long-term was to improve our healthcare systems with greater impact on patients' lives. So I wanted to work at a bigger level, more at the level of a healthcare system. And I also found that I specifically wanted to do work with faster life cycle projects. And I can tell you from here in the academic environment, neither of these things are features of academic research. So in academic research, often we will work on one very constrained and narrow area of biology for decades, Um, You know, just trying to understand, for example, how one protein works in the body. I mean, that is what my PhD has been. How does one protein work in the body? And I wanted to work on a bigger frame. Um, mm-hmm. in the context of human health, yeah. And in addition to this, um, I also came to realize that the values of the academic environment itself don't necessarily align with mine with to valuation of individuals' time and efforts and space to have multiple professional passions. So on the other hand, um, I joined Miley Consulting right around this time. So when I came to this realization, um, you know, in this conflict of I don't think I can continue down this path, I joined Miley Consulting and I found the work really rewarding from a professional standpoint, and I specifically found that it fulfilled my desire to impact healthcare, and I had a really fast pace of projects. It was honestly exhilarating to go on a six to eight week project and be able to deliver deliver actionable recommendations to a client, um, which is something we don't get to do day to day, at least in biomedical science PhDs. And interestingly, I'd ha- I'd like to highlight that my journey isn't necessarily unique, at least at UMish. So since I've joined MyLead and I'm now with Within the leadership and vice president of the organization, I am seeing more and more graduate students are seeking out my lead and, uh, and uh, analogous organizations as well on campus. And I think this is demonstrating a shift in students' interest in what they want from their future careers.
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely something we've been seeing as well. There's been a lot more programs geared towards advanced degrees in the past decade, and that's just super exciting for that world. Um, so you, you really wanted you know, broader scale impact and you wanted a little more variety in your life, um, which is completely understandable. So you're like hey, consulting fulfills all those things, allows you to impact the the healthcare system uh, in a way that that you just aren't able to as a as a you know as a PhD in in that role. Um but would love to double click into your experience with, with my lead, it sounds like that was a really Uh, important for your your interest your skill building um, your development so do, do you have one story or like one project you worked on from that experience that kind of solidified your interest in consulting so do you mind just kind of setting up the project and then sharing a bit of the details of that
1: yeah, definitely. I would say that I solidified my interest very early on within my career. So I've, uh, in my lead, So I've been in for three years. In my very first project, uh, actually during the middle of lockdown of 2020, um, I came on as a first-time consultant uh, to an autonomous vehicle project. So I, I do want to clarify: I have no background in autonomous vehicles or cars or on, or the automotive space for that matter. My all of my background is in biology. So this was outside of my area of expertise. And um, what the client wanted us to do was they had this uh, autonomous vehicle and they wanted to enter new markets. And they had like five, to seven, depending on the day, um, different markets they might wanted to con- mm. want to consider. Yes, they were changing their minds quite a bit, um, but that, that can happen with clients sometimes. Um, and we were to survey these markets and determine the viability of their product in each of these markets. And I do want to note that I owe a lot of success in this project to a really great project manager. So the way we structure teams in my lead is we have uh, three to four consultants, one project manager, and then advisors who are our board members. And so they, they act as the flying cover and super for the team, but the project manager handles the day-to-day and they're the captain of the ship, so to speak. And this project manager was really committed to my learning and I was also paired along with a lot of motivated teammates. So that made it a really, a big joy to work on this project. So, as you can hear, based on the background for this project, it was really big. Uh, There was Mm -hmm. a lot of information. Yeah, there was a lot of information to cover um, and a lot of ground to cover. And at one point, halfway through the project, the client asked for what I would only call off-the-wall information regarding um, dimensions of aisles of particular stores in the U.S. And um, so... We had been working in certain markets. We weren't sure what they quite wanted with this information just yet. Um, And um, my project manager asked if I'd like to deliver a bonus deliverable. So I got the chance to step up and take this on um, solo as part of the team. And this client's question, so there was a series of questions, but the main one was, what are the dimensions of these aisles in big box stores? And um, I couldn't go do it myself. I couldn't go measure these aisles myself because it was lockdown. Um, and I was really stumped by how we would ever be able to figure out a certain, sort of dimension, so to speak. And uh Additionally, there's also no market reports on anything like this. I did try okay. to find market reports. Yes, um, and what ended up happening was with a lot of like back and forth with my project manager, who was a real thought partner in this. Um, I found a really creative solution to the answer, which was finding the minimum distance of any aisle uh, of these stores in the U.S. That's dictated by law. So we laws are laws are codified. So it allows me to then say easily to okay. the client. This is your minimum distance, so your vehicle needs to be less than this because they were interested in whether or not their vehicle could fit down an aisle. And um, it was really—I would say—it was really exhilarating to find this answer. I had been stumped for about a week, um, and I ultimately was able to deliver this to a client, and it actually impacted their decision because um, it would have have affected the frame of the vehicle. And I would say overall, the whole project itself was really exciting and great because going into the project, I knew nothing about autonomous vehicles and I got the chance to engage with the client deliver actionable feedback based on the research our team did. And I also got really tailored feedback and mentoring from my project manager to build my consulting toolkit out from there within MyLead. And I've gone on to be staffed another 10 times on MyLead projects since then. I've competed in three international case competitions, and I joined the board in 2021, serving as the director of finance, and I'm currently the vice president of the organization. So I would say it was a highly transformative experience overall.
0: Amazing. That's some highly creative problem solving there. Sounds like an epic project. Yeah. Um, amazing. And so I'm guessing this experience looks pretty great on your resume. Would I be wrong, be wrong in that?
1: Oh, it was, I would say it was enormously helpful in, um, I think, probably surfacing to the, bo- the top of these resume piles that have happened during bridge programs as I applied to quite a few of them.
0: Absolutely. What what would you say is is the value of these, you know, on-campus consulting clubs or or organizations, you know, for folks who maybe aren't in one or on campus who have the opportunity to join one? What would you say to them?
1: Uh, I would say that um, this is a really great way to, um, oftentimes, you know, I talk to my peers quite a bit um, and graduate students, and some graduate students still don't know what they want to do or what they want to do when they grow up, when they defend. Um, but I think being able to explore these non-academic career paths through organizations such as MyLead or analogous organizations. For example, Student Venture Capital Funds is another kind of organization that comes to mind that's a great opportunity allows you to get a better picture of what kind of work you want you for each career. It also allows you, and this is something I find very unique um, in these student organizations, um, graduate students don't always get the chance to work peer to peer in teams and, and are very successful together. So academic research can be full of failure at times. So even if you do work with a great grad student alongside your lab, you're often failing together rather than succeeding together. Um, And yeah, it's happened to me for sure. Um, And so the thing I have loved uh, the most about being in my lead and I think is um, something that should be inspirational, positive to anyone out there considering joining an organization such as this is you get the chance to meet and um, develop professional connections with highly motivated, highly intelligent, and very collegial people, people who are committed to doing as best as they can on their team with you. And that's something that's really special. Um, and I would say, you know, some of my highlights at you, have been working alongside my Miley peers.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. There's, there's a lot of value in that. Um, and yeah, you, you named it. The, the skills you develop are invaluable and they look great on a resume and they'll help you, you know, on the job later down the road so that's amazing so you have this this experience that kind of solidified hey I, I do actually want to go for this I want to I want to get consulting and then now can you fast forward a little bit to your your preparation for consulting your prep for the interviews um can you just start off by sharing an overview of what that looked like
1: Yeah, happy to share an overview. So I uh, had a lot of different uh, hands and many pies, so to speak, in terms of my prep, um, but I've kind of classified them and bucketed them into three categories. So the first was uh, mentoring, the second was solo practice, and the third was working with others. So to elaborate a little bit more about what I mean by mentoring, um, I... um, interacted with folks, um, in my lead and who are active members, as well as those who are alums, who are current consult, like in consulting roles, um, and who had already been through this process. And I was really lucky to have them guide and help me at the beginning of the process, as well as, you know, give me that pep talk right before the interview when you're freaking out. Right. Um, that was enormously helpful, um, in getting people who had already gone through it to share their experiences with me and give really tailored feedback, um, and feedback that could, that is more from an advanced kind of case partner, so to speak. Uh, secondly, within that mentoring category, I did a lot of informational interviews. So I, I ended up doing informational interviews at nearly every firm that I applied to. Um, and this really was helpful. And I know this, this maybe doesn't, You might think it might not be part of your prep, but I would argue it's very much part of your prep because you want to be strategic in targeting firms and, you know, highlighting the things in their in your resume that they really care about. And that's not the same. Not all consulting firm is the same. And um, these informational interviews were really helpful in helping understand what to put in a cover letter, for example, and ultimately in making my decision um, as I had two offers at the end of the day that I had to choose between. Um, and in terms of the solo practice, that was um, courses a lot like um, Ish's story. So I would like to highlight the manager consulted mental math course was enormously helpful for me, as well as podcasts. So I li- often listened to Strategy Simplified, and then finally working with others. So I did a lot of workshops, like interactive workshops um, that were held through my lead, as well as through consulting firms. And I worked a lot with peers through mock interviews and drills.
0: Amazing. Well- that that's very clear. Uh, thanks for sharing your process. Um, and uh, just quickly to to click into the, the second thing about informational interviews, how did what was your process for getting uh, getting those inter- interviews?
1: Uh, so often. Um in some cases, I would contact a, a MyLead alum who I knew um, through LinkedIn. So if we had a shared LinkedIn connection, I did activate you know the LinkedIn premium for a month. Like often, I think people, many people do this um, to be able to send more requests and send more messages than you might be able to. Um, so I had warmer connections um, through my MyLead uh, the alumni network. Um, but then there was also, I cold called a few people um, via LinkedIn, uh, just message messaging. I just wanna learn more about your position and I'm interested in applying to this bridge program. I just wanna learn more about it. And I had a pretty high success rate in uh, folks getting back to me. Of course it wasn't hundred percent, Um, but I, uh, would move on to another contact if I didn't hear from someone, um, after about a week. And so I, I found it quite successful and, um, oftentimes they were really, really great interactions to have with folks and be able to then go into interviews saying, I've talked to this person and I understand this about this firm and this is why I'm applying to you, right? It really helps the, why am I applying to this consulting firm answer when they, which they often ask in an interview setting.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I, I think there's only good things that can come out of talking to people at firms. We'll be right back after this quick message from our sponsor. Want to work for a fast growing consulting and advisory firm? Palmtree is looking to fill positions across its US offices. If you're currently an employee at a top accounting or advisory firm seeking to break into the M&A industry, or if you're a student interested in learning the M&A life cycle through an extensive internship program and bootcamp, Consider PalmTree. Private equity clients turn to PalmTree to identify and solve their most complex M&A finance issues, including carve-outs and challenging integrations. The firm is a trusted advisor to elite private equity firms, guiding clients through the entire investment lifecycle. If you've got a flair for finance but want the challenge of consulting, apply today through the link in this episode's show notes or on the careers page at palmtreellc.com. Were there any roadblocks you encountered in the prep process? Um, Can you share those and how you overcame them?
1: Mm-hmm, definitely. I have identified uh, two main roadblocks that I encountered in my interview preparation this year, and they're actually inherently linked. They're very intertwined. And so the story might feel like they're kind of one and the same. So first was my prep was uniquely times constrained. And second was uh, maintaining my energy levels throughout the recruitment process itself. So I'm going to go ahead and expand on each of them to explain a little bit more of what I mean. In terms of lack of time, I started prepping at the beginning of this year early on, um, but I quickly became sick with COVID-19 following the holidays and had a slow recovery, unfortunately. So that did impact my ability to prepare (laughs) in the first month of this year. And secondly, my PhD work involves me being in the lab doing experiments that can be up to 12 hours long sometimes. And even if the experiments don't take 12 hours, I often am taking care of care of living cells that uh, become ready to use at basically any time of day or night and Ish can attest to the fact that I was up very early this morning starting something uh, even before 7 a.m. to get something going. Um, and this keeps me very busy during the week. In terms of, you know, maintaining my energy levels, kind of to move her onto that second roadblock, the interview preparation, when taken very seriously, including casing and working on fit, is no small task. It's, it's very, a very big task. It can be draining to anyone. And I, I think I found it particularly draining for me. So, the reason I found it draining was I would be on my feet all day doing experiments, and then I would go home and case prep really late into the evening and that, of course, is draining emotionally and energetically speaking, and oftentimes I would leave these caseing sessions with my peers feeling demoralized because I wasn't performing my best in these mock interview sessions at the end of the day um, and that you know that doesn't help that doesn't, okay. doesn't make you feel like you're progressing you know mm-hmm. in your preparation.
0: Yeah. Absolutely no, consulting prep is no joke, but you managed to get ready <laughs> and you got <laughs> yes. you got those two offers um, what What would you credit that to for yourself?
1: Definitely, I would say first and foremost the um way I was able to overcome these two roadblocks was maintaining my motivation um, due to the fact that I am a highly motivated person and I was determined to get into a top firm this year. Um, and so I would attribute my, I would say it's sort of grittiness um, to be able to get up and you know go to work, do another mock session, rinse and repeat. Um, so some of that. And then I think I also was able to, secondly, strategically manage my time and energy and then focus on my weaknesses. So to handle the strategically managing my time and energy first, What I started doing is when I realized that I was uh, essentially bombing cases really late at night after a really long work day, I uh, actually, at the advice of Ish, who was my mentor at the time, started booking early morning sessions. Um, And so, what I ended up doing was getting case partners in Europe. So, it was their midday, but my 6 a.m. that I would start doing sessions so that I would be as fresh as possible. I hadn't had a whole (laughs) workday under my belt to handle these cases. Uh, Secondly, I started doubling up on my time. So, I often listened to music uh, while doing my experiments at work. But between January and May of this year, I only listened to podcasts that would allow me to passively learn, particularly strategy simplified podcast. I found the recordings of the live case walkthroughs were were very helpful for me in understanding how cases can go, what to do when things start breaking down. Um, And this allowed me to create time where I thought there really was none. I was at work. There was no time to actively prep, but there was time to passively prep. And then in terms of focusing on my weaknesses, um, what I did there was I stopped doing full cases as after a certain number of cases. Once I felt like I had the full case under my belt, I started working on weaknesses through drills. So um, I would ask a case partner, maybe I would get them a case in that mock interview session. But then I would ask them, like, just give me market sizing math. I just want to practice this math here or Just show me a few exhibits and I'll walk us through them. And this really helped me conserve that energy before an interview. So I would never practice full cases before interviews because I wanted to feel really fresh the day of.
0: Sydney, that is brilliant. There's a lot of gold in there. So folks, I hope you're taking notes. Uh, There's so so much to unpack here, Um, but I'm going to leave it at that uh, and move to the next question. But Sydney, uh, well done. Well done in that. You did it right, and you know I'm super happy that um, this podcast could be you know a small part of that prep. That, that's awesome. Makes me feel mm-hmm. warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> um, and so, Sydney, last question here for you. Um, you know you're starting in consulting in about a year. What what are you most looking forward to that in the in the life sciences consulting arena?
1: Mm -hmm. I think I would say that there's three things that I'm really excited about in starting in life science consulting specifically. So I am really looking forward to first the work. So I have been focusing, like I said, on one specific protein and one specific disease in the body for quite some time. I'm really looking forward to taking on Um, projects all across, you know, biomedical science, even broader if we need to, right, within health at large. And that's something that I'm really looking forward to. Um, And I'm really excited to learn in that as well. I think there's a lot to learn out there um, that I didn't get a chance to do uh, while focusing very, um, very much on dissertation work for the last few years. Uh, Secondly, I'm really excited for this to be my full-time job. So for three years now, I've done consulting work on the side of my PhD, and that's a lot to have going on to be splitting your attention between something like my lead where I really care about it, but it's not my priority all the time because I also have to get these experiments done to progress towards my degree. And then finally, I'm really excited to be joining a really high-quality firm at LEK. So this year, I had the opportunity to participate in the link to LEK program, which is their bridge program. And for advanced degrees specifically, and I thought felt this was a really great way to get introduced to the life sciences branch of Lek. So I was particularly excited to see the kinds of projects they take on, and I was, um, I think, what was most critical was getting a chance to meet and interact with a number of Lekers, and I got along with them really well, and I thought they were great teammates, and this is, um, you know, made me really excited to join the team next year.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, uh, we're we're big fans of the folks over Lek. Um, love that! Thanks for sharing, Sydney. Super great to hear your journey. Um, and now uh, I'm bringing you both back into this, uh, Sydney. You alluded earlier that you're a case competition whiz, <laughs> um, and so you two are both leading the charge to organize the Midwest Healthcare Case Competition coming up in October. Um, Ish, can you kick us off? Can you share a little bit about the competition and why why you're, you're uh, spearheading this?
2: Yeah, sure. So we can talk a little bit about what the competition is. So uh, first of all, for those who are uh, listeners and not uh, might not be familiar with a case competition, uh, this is a team-based event where participants are assigned a business problem, which they have dedicated, and they have a dedicated time to solve uh, and present to a panel of judges. Uh, and the best presentations typically win prize money. Um, And uh, so the Midwest uh, Healthcare Case Competition, it's a global and a virtual uh, healthcare case competition for advanced degrees, uh, PhDs, MDs, JDs, MBAs. Um, And our mission is to foster innovative thinking by bringing together students in the life sciences community. Um, So the format of MHCC is uh, such that uh, the participating teams will be assigned um, a life sciences business problem that they will work on for about a week. Uh, after one week, they will submit video presentations to be reviewed and teams will advance to the semifinals um, that will be held on October 15th of 2022 uh, via Zoom. Uh, and they'll get to a chance to present to a panel of uh, judges live uh, from sponsoring companies. And we'll also have uh, keynote sessions that break up the day and uh, the competition will culminate in uh, final presentations and winning teams will be uh, getting about $10,000 in cash prize money total across the top three teams. Um, And uh, I can pass it off to Sydney, uh, if you want to talk about like why we did this. I know we had, this going on for about a year or so so do you want to talk a little bit about about why we did this
1: yeah happy to um so as it's just said this has been a making for more than a year in our organization Miley's really excited to have this inaugural event and we're hoping that this can be something that uh, continues into the future as well and uh i I know david's mentioning that i'm the case competition whiz but i think it should i want to bring him into this too um we participated in five really elite case competitions between 2020 and 2021 where we wow. competed against... Yeah, yes. <laughs> and um, there was a lot of work. Uh, we competed against a hun- hundreds of global participants from top universities. And uh, we both placed in positions, in final positions, in every single one of them. So Ish and I are, I would say, both highly decorated in the case competition space. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been, I think we've been on three teams together, right? Is that correct, Ish, or is that t- is yep, two? that's right. Two, three, great. I'm losing track of them. And um, we've won first place in three out of the five teams. Uh, case competitions we've participated in, and our experiences, frankly, were amazing. Uh, We got to work with some of the most cutting-edge business challenges put forth by consulting firms and startups. Um, Alongside some really highly motivated peers um, in our Miley teams. And the overall experience was just truly rewarding in developing professional connections uh, within our team, meaning judges who are current consultants at firms. Um, We had quite a bit of fun. And of course, the cash prize money was an awesome way to, you know, be able to, you know, buy Christmas presents that year, for example. And we wanted the chance to share this amazing experience uh, with the world and build something from the ground up. Uh, in addition to this, we also really want to solidify uh, Miley's connections with some of its closely related uh, organizations within the region. So specifically, we partnered with the Balsa Group out of Washington University in St. Louis, and um, uh, WeSolve, which is out of Wisconsin uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, we wanted to be able to create a, a bigger you know, audience, so to speak, and solidify the connections we had with these organizations more so. Uh, and hopefully continue this into the future.
0: That's awesome man, you're you're getting me excited uh, for this <laughs> just hearing you talk about it. And so uh, let's let's say i'm I'm interested. Um, do I need to build a team or can I just apply and I'll be placed on a team? How does that work? Yeah, I can
2: touch a little bit on that. So um, the way that this work will work is you can, apply to it Um, their applications will open on our website uh, starting august 22. Um, we will be having a number of sessions information sessions where you can come um, learn more about uh, what application will look like and if you wanted to form a team with other teammates we have a team building session where you can meet other people or you can find teammates on your own from your university um, or from your graduate program or from elsewhere. So there will be a number of opportunities for folks to, to form teams and, and put in their application.
0: Amazing, thanks for sharing that Ish. And, and what, what do you expect you know, participants will get out of this? Besides the, the, the prize money, of course, that's, that's very nice, but what, what, are the, what are a couple of things that, that case competitions build and develop in people?
2: Yeah, so um, what we're really hoping is this opportunity will provide participants with a stellar experience in the business of healthcare while expo- getting exposure to and networking with top life sciences firms who are our sponsors. Um, the competition will really challenge participants to apply their critical thinking skills and creativity. Uh, to a healthcare business problem. And this is not typically available in the classroom or in the laboratory setting. Um, those who participate will get a unique opportunity to collaborate with uh, motivated people and put y- their ideas, the innovative ideas and the solutions, in front of judges who are senior personnel at uh, top life sciences consulting firms. And they'll also be able to interact and network with managers, partners, consultants um, at at these firms. And not only will they win uh, $10,000 in prize money, but thanks to the sponsorship of uh, Management Consulted, who is our educational sponsor, The top teams will also be getting access, uh, lifetime access to the online curriculum that MC has. And as both of us alluded to, this has been integral to our uh, own prep process. And we hope that this will be integral to the prep process of those who win the competition. So overall, this will be really an exceptional and interdisciplinary opportunity for uh, those who participate to boost their resume. And kickstart the job search in consulting industry and beyond for uh, twenty twenty three and and beyond.
0: That's amazing. So, sounds like an incredible opportunity here. And as and you touched on a little something about you know developing skills, you know, being in a classroom is fine and all, but what consulting firms really value is experience, is skills, is like actually doing things that build the skills that you'll need on the job and so this sounds like an amazing opportunity to do just exactly that as well as network with some top consultants some top firms uh as well as you know the opportunity to win some pretty cool prizes which you know we're super excited to to partner together and help uh help make this even more awesome and so amazing and so this is only available for advanced degree candidates is that correct Yeah,
2: so we're opening this to advanced degree candidates and also uh, MBAs as well. Anyone who is at a graduate level program, um, eligibility information can be found on our website, uh, which will be in the show notes below. You can check it out, uh, our website, our LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, And yeah, it's primarily for advanced degrees uh, and we're really looking forward to Folks uh, applying and participating it's open to a global audience because it's virtual and so this can really bring together
0: um, a lot of folks yeah that's super exciting so as as of when this re- is being published, the application portal is open so folks highly encourage you to go join the link to do so is in the show notes um, but it's a great opportunity to yeah build those skills get some networking opportunities. Uh, Cindy, do you mind sharing what what's required to apply and what's the deadline?
1: Mm-hmm. definitely so um, the as we said the applications were live as of August 22nd and they'll close on September 27th on our website you'll be able to easily apply via a, a google form there you'll be asked for a team cover letter which is where you summarize um, you know why why should you participate in this competition um, so specifically um, your your backgrounds of your teammates you, your experience uh, your enthusiasm we'd love to see what you um, you know you know you're bringing to the table as well as a one-page business style resume from each of your teammates, and some additional information will be requested regarding, you know, school affiliation, team name, um, and uh, that sort of thing. But the big thing is the cover letter and the business style resumes from each team member.
0: Amazing. Alrighty. Oh, well, is there wh- any final thing you'd you'd say to somebody considering this?
1: Uh, I would say please come check out our info session on September 7th and September 20th. This is going to be a great way to decide if you want to be in the competition for sure. So um, the September 20th is kind of a little close to the deadline, but je- definitely check out September 7th. Ish, I believe, will be leading that session. And um, I think Ish and I would really like to you know, wholeheartedly thank the sponsors, um, including Manager Consulting, for their contributions to making this competition happen.
0: Absolutely. Amazing. Well, it's, it's great to hear both of your journeys, you know, into consulting as well as more about the case competition. Again, that'll be linked in the show notes. So, uh, people can check that out. Um, and as we, as we wrap up, we've got a tradition here in strategy simplified for a few fun questions, get to know you on a more personal level a little bit. Um, so Sydney, can you kick us off? What's the next place on your travel bucket list?
1: Uh, New Zealand. I'm really looking forward to some trekking through, um, you know, some of the beautiful natural sites they have there. And I'm also uh, would love the chance to go check out the wineries in the region as well.
0: Amazing. That's on my list as well. Uh, Ish, uh, you're you're the, the global citizen here. What's next on your bucket list?
2: Yeah, I really want to go to Banff, uh, Alberta. It's beautiful, natural scenery there uh, and the waters are pure blue and I really want to go and uh, hike in that uh, area. Mm, Yeah,
0: Banff is is very stunning. Great choice. And so we'll end it here with this last question. Ish, why don't you kick us off? Do you have a favorite memory or moment from your time at the University of Michigan?
2: Yeah, and uh, this is, I believe, Sydney's favorite memory as well. But <laughs> we both worked on a on a, a case competition uh, together, and this was uh, an intense period of time in uh, 2021. Um, uh, but yeah, um, it was really fun working together uh, while dealing with uh, daily PhD work and all, but also spending a ton of time uh, in, in team meetings trying to figure out solutions to uh what the case prompt had amazing
0: sydney was that going to be your answer as well if i asked you
1: yeah it it was but i'm happy to tell you a little bit more about what made it my favorite memory as well so i think it was it was the joy of presenting as a team um you know our 15 minute proposal to a set of judges and um i think ish sort of touch on this, but not quite, but the the prompt had a very big ethics component to it. So it was in the healthcare space, but we had to be ethical in our you know, decision making and, and, um, you know, provide justice as well in, as best we could. And the judges engaged with us and asked some of the hardest questions I've ever been asked regarding justice and healthcare. And it was so amazing to be able to work together as a team and, and say, you know, this is the best we've got, well, this is what we could do. And what's really exciting too, was the, the sponsor for this particular, um, Case Competition was a startup, and they have launched their app this year, and they are flourishing, and I'm just really excited to see, um, you know, the CEO take her product to market.
0: Oh, that's awesome. You get to see real-world impact of your work. All right. Well, we really appreciate both of you, Ish and Sydney. Thanks for coming on Strategy Simplified. It's been a pleasure, and uh, please keep us updated on your journeys into and through consulting. Thank you. Thanks, Japheth. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with Ish and Sydney. It's always fun to sit down with interesting people who have done the hard work to pursue something that they're passionate about. If you're interested in learning more about the case competition, make sure to check out the links in the show notes to join the upcoming info sessions and to submit your application. The case competition is a great opportunity to build relevant consulting skills, make high quality networking connections, and gain experience that looks great on your resume. Thanks again for listening and for being a part of the Strategy Simplified community.